Welcome back to the Geeks in a Grafis podcast. I am Ben, and I am with my favorite audio guy, Raymond. Oh, hello. Thank you for having me here, Ben. Of course. Thanks for being back. I am excited to relaunch the Geeks in a Grafis podcast. I know our many fans are wondering, how come you haven't posted a new episode in so long? Well, I am really excited to get back, uh, get back started. Just a brief update on the state of the Grafis, as we attempt to always do. Um, we have slowly been moving in. I don't believe I've talked about this much on the podcast before, but I do actually have a bathroom sink in here. We were remodeling, and uh, the bathroom sink we were going to replace it with just ended up being really cheap looking, and it was really cheap. And so instead of taking it to the dump, I decided to leave it. I feel like it... I haven't quite landed on the joke, Raymond, but I feel like there's something to be said about, you know, most places you have everything but the kitchen sink. In my office, we have everything, including a bathroom sink. No plumbing, but it includes a bathroom sink. It's almost there. I feel it. I can, I can feel it. It's, it, the joke is almost ready. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe by the time I have the joke ready, I'll have more to do with the other half of my office, but I will keep our listeners informed. I will be waiting very patiently until <laughs> until that joke comes. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. All right. So Raymond is here to talk about one of my favorite topics to talk to young filmmakers about on the rare occasion that I get to do that, which is audio quality and production. Now, one of uh, one of the things I was told when I was in high school was that um, I, I asked my broadcasting teacher, "What is the mark of?" a student film versus something that looks more professional. And he said, high quality audio. And at first I was bummed, you know, I was hoping for shallow up the field or something like that. And he said, you know, high quality audio because the, the effort that they put into the audio um, is kind of an indicator of how much effort they put into the rest of the film. And I've, I've found that to be true. So Raymond, what, a what, what are your thoughts on the value of audio when it comes to video production? You know, I think uh, well, as, as someone who likes to do photography and videography as well, I think it's really telling when we spend uh, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on these camera bodies and these these huge rigs and kits uh, only for at least every camera I've ever dealt with uh, for them to have either uh, an audio jack in an XLR port or <laughs> in some way, shape or form. It's, it's something to let you know that despite this camera being the bee's knees and having, you know, whatever newest sensor it still needs for you to have good audio. Um, and having recently done a feature film last month, uh, I, I can only attest to how important good audio is and, and how, if you overlook it, it'll, I mean, it'll turn anything you're working on from either a short film or a YouTube video into a silent movie. Um, because, you know, no one wants to try to figure out what your main character or, or even, you know, the person who's speaking is trying to say, uh, you know, captions are good if you are hearing impaired. But if, if you if your you know, work needs uh, captions to get the point across uh, when, you know, you spend time <laughs> talking or whatever, it's 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 probably a bad sign. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, there's nothing that takes you more out of a moment or out of a film or interrupts your suspension of disbelief more than if you can't hear what the person's saying. You have to ask, and then you miss all the series of the next lines. <laughs> well, I mean, and if you have to ask the person next to you what they're saying, chances are they probably don't know either. 
Yeah, Raymond, and I also agree that uh, you spend so much money on these camera bodies, but a lot of people aren't investing even the same level of care in picking out their audio equipment as they are in their video equipment. I honestly, I can, I can attest to that. I have a good lav setup. I have a good boom mic setup, but I don't, I know that there's a lot more I could and probably should be doing in the audio space. Um, so I want to ask, what are some of the things that you guys did on the feature film to make sure that you guys were getting audio, high quality audio and did, were there any, were there times when you had to hold up production to make sure that you could get the best quality audio? Uh, I'm going to answer the second part of your question first, because this was probably the biggest hurdle. Uh, absolutely. Yes. There was plenty of times where I had to hold uh, just production up because uh, I didn't come prepared and it was a lesson learned. Uh, and that lesson was bring lots of batteries, hmm. bring as many as you think you need, then double that. And then, if you can just <laughs> just bring it more and if you can bring uh, rechargeable batteries or definitely do that because that was my biggest bane um it was almost irresponsible how many batteries i went through uh before we had someone run into town because we were shooting slightly remote we we're up in a mountain so we couldn't just go to the nearest you know walmart or target and get batteries uh so we had to set a day aside where uh, they were just going to do um, like MOH, which is uh, they were shooting scenes that didn't need audio. Uh, we waited until that day to send someone down the mountain to go get as as many rechargeable batteries as they could. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was I definitely was that person who was holding production up, and uh, I, you know it was literally the, the joke of you know holding for sound. Um, but going back. <laughs> Um, some of the things that I did to get the best quality was uh, definitely asserting myself and talking with the director and saying, uh, let's do that again, um, but this time let's focus on just the lines. Um, or there are even moments where I, I said, you know what, let's get just the audio because um, you know the main character, the lead, uh, was speaking, but you know they were either off camera or off to the side, or you know we were shooting you know from below the head. Uh, but I wanted to make sure we were getting that audio. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely would say that you know, speaking up uh, and you, you know making it known when I needed to get that audio again because I, that's that's not something I wanted to take the chance. You know, uh, there's a lot of money being spent uh, hitting record. You know, whether it's uh, for the camera itself or for the lights that we record or that we rented. Um, Every day, you know, every second we're recording, it's, it's, it's costing money. Uh, and I don't want to be the reason why we have to do pickups later or do um, additional like voiceover work later. Uh, so just speaking up when I feel like if we did it again or if we just focused on audio lines. Um, so, I mean, it was, it's not even having to do with the actual equipment that you you use. It's just making sure you, you set yourself up for success when it comes to recording. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. No, that's, that's excellent advice. Cause you know, I just, as much as every moment costs money, the audio person on a professional set is also paid to be there to get high quality sound. And the reason that you are asked to be there is to get a certain level of quality. And as you get better and better, and as anybody gets better and better at audio production or at any field, they're not just paid to be there and get the best they can. They're paid to achieve a certain quality level. And if the director gets into the, the editing room and they see, oh, 
oh, they missed this or oh, oh, they missed that or whatever. That wasn't the person doing their job. So speaking up and making sure you get the best quality audio, that's huge. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. That's why uh, I said, you know, I had to assert myself because it's just, I mean, uh, it's kind of daunting telling the person who's in charge, you know, whether it's the producer or the director, uh, and and not even like quietly asking them like, Oh, can we do this? Just simply saying, uh, let's do one more take and just the audio. Uh, because like you said, not only are they, they paying for me to be there, but I, I should want to achieve the highest quality possible because I know a, I'm going to appreciate that and B they're going to, to, to love it too. Uh, so speaking up and saying, uh, this is what we need to get. Uh, you know, we're all professionals and they're going to appreciate professional quality work. Exactly. So what are, you know, from someone who does a lot of audio work, what are some pro tips that you have for achieving the highest quality audio that that someone who is just starting out in video production might not have thought about or might not have learned in school or something like that? Let's see. Um, it's not necessarily about like the, the actual hardware, like the, the gear. It's not necessarily, you know, what shotgun mic are you using or what field recorder or what, you know, handheld recorder. Uh, but what I've learned and I wouldn't have guessed is um, a lot of it are the little things that you wouldn't have thought of. Um, getting these little, um, it's called like moleskin, uh, to like hold down the lavalier mics that you're placing uh, to make sure you're not hearing wrestling underneath clothing um, mm. or even learning how to place a wireless lav because, you know, if if you're shooting a scene where the person's wearing workout clothing and, you know, there's nowhere to hide a pack, then uh, if you don't come prepared with that, it's <laughs> it's going to be an interesting time. Uh, well, how, how do you that. hide a pack on someone wearing workout clothing? Uh, with oh, multiple ways. Um, the easiest way we did it was uh, underneath like the backside of the training bra. Mm-hmm. Or the sports bra, sorry, the sports bra, um, and wiring the lav up front, um, like just just above the uh, the sternum, uh, but that also means having a wireless lav that's small enough to do that because if uh, if you're just starting out and you buy the cheapest wireless lav you can, chances are it's going to be pretty bulky. It's it's going to be sizable, um, and even though it's cheap and you can afford it right then and there, it's going to make it that much harder to hide. Um, whereas if you, you take the time and you, you buy something that costs a little bit more or even secondhand, if you can, uh, chances are you're paying a little bit more because it not only sounds better, but it's got a smaller profile. Um, that's, that's why some of these wireless systems we see are so expensive. It's not just that it sounds great. It's, it sounds great and it's smaller because they're used in professional productions where you, you might need to hide uh, a lav underneath someone's pant leg, you know? Um, Absolutely. So yeah. Well, that's great. That's uh, honestly, that's a lot of really fun tips because audio is an area that I could learn a lot more about. And I'm really excited to have you as part of my network. And uh, we're really stoked to get to have you on the podcast. Uh, definitely. I'm, I'm stoked to be here. There's uh, it's, there's a lot I'm still learning. Um, but it's it's just really fascinating, especially on on the tech side. I'm a huge techie, uh, which I'm sure we've mm-hmm. talked about. Uh, and just seeing all the new audio hardware and software come out is is wonderful. I mean, you asked about uh, what sort of advice you can give um, to anyone who's listening. Like, 
be on the lookout for something called 32-bit float. I don't know if you've heard of that, Ben. I have not. 32-bit float recording. Uh, so, oh, I mean, you were t- you were telling me about this, right? It's essentially raw correct. audio. It's essentially raw audio. So, uh, if I can explain it in layman's terms, um, it's capturing two different noise floors. So, essentially, all your lows and then all your highs. So it makes it virtually impossible to clip, uh, hmm. which is really, really nice because um, if you're either shooting a running gun or, I mean, even if you're trying to do a professional you know, uh, recording, you can essentially just turn on your lav, hit record, and not have to worry too much about clipping. You'll still have to set up, uh, set it up to where, you know, if, if you have it on clothing, you, you know, there's no wrestling or there's no, uh, like clear noise in the background, but for the most part, you can set it and forget it. And it's, and it's so great. Um, I wish I had some of the, I, I have a pair of, uh, of wireless labs now that do 32 bit flip recording, but I wish I had them for that feature film that I did because there was a lot of yelling, uh, <laughs> that I had to, uh, be creative to record, uh, mm. without getting just major clipping. Yeah, no, that's definitely, that's definitely good advice. I'm going to have to look into that again now. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's, it's great. I know, um, a lot of the the products Zoom is coming out with now um, are are doing 32-bit float. So if you're in the market, chances are if you buy anything new, um, it'll have that there, and hopefully plenty of people can can benefit from it. Well, sweet. Now, Raymond, as we wrap this up, is there anywhere that you want our listeners to be able to connect with you on, either your website or Instagram, or how can our listeners keep in touch with some more of your pro video and audio production tips? Uh, Instagram. That's my go-to. I'm a visual person and it's, and it's quick and easy. Uh, it's, it's, uh, the, it's blue eyed Ray. Um, the mm-hmm. audios people can't hear. I have difficult eyes. Um, probably can't hear that in my <laughs> voice, uh, but it's blue eyed Ray. So it's B L U E E Y E, uh, D R A Y blue eyed Ray. So if, uh, you have any questions, you just want to talk tech or you want to see cute pictures of my dog, uh, that's where I'll be. And I could vouch, among the many other things, there are many cute pictures of that dog. Um, well, thank you again, Raymond, for being on this podcast. And thank you to all of our listeners, um, all of our many, many, I'm sure, listeners on the Geeks and the Graphics podcast. Tune in next time to hear some wonderful insights on the world of freelance video production. Thank you again.